Hey folks, this is Tyler from Realm Narrative Gaming, and you're listening to The Dark Veil. Vale. If you want to watch us live, you can catch us on Twitch every other weekend, Friday and Saturday night. Visit flow.page slash rngpresents for the link to our Twitch channel, as well as links to all of our social media, and to see when we're going to be live next. But for now, settle in and join us for this episode of The Dark Veil. Vale. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's short session of RNG Presents the Dark Veil. The Dark Veil. I'm a little bit smaller than normal. <laughs> short session. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Ran a bit late, and also everything updated at the same time, so there's that. Uh, tonight's stream is sponsored by... Books! Uh, lots and lots of books! Books. Oh, hell yeah. Read them. Put them on your face. Absorb the words. I'm gonna stew. I was gonna say the same thing. Don't ever. Don't do that. I was muted though. I had to unmute myself. Don't do that with books. If you boil... If you boil a book... Don't ever let me find out. Either you guys or listeners or <laughs> the government. Go straight to hell. I gotta go real quick. Um, definitely don't stick a minute, dude. That's just. <laughs> All right. Without further ado, because we don't have much time. When we last left off... Actually, you know what? I want to change the song for this. I like this one a little bit better. When we last left off, our group of adventurers, having bested Tim the Conqueror in combat within the Second chamber of Fort Varus, suddenly heard a clapping resonating from the back of the audience chamber as one blue-scaled, golden-toothed kobold revealed himself from behind the throne. Critkak, the prime lord of Berkshire and its southern region, revealed to you all that this was somewhat of a test. Not for yourselves, but for Tim, actually. It was a sort of test to see if he would be worthy of ascending the ranks to show his leadership and his power. And he had unfortunately, well, fortunately for you all, failed in that endeavor. It was revealed that Kutkak had said that uh, your interests aligned in some way and that you would be finding out later on down the road how much you had in common. And so he was looking forward to seeing how you grew and how you uh, spread your influence upon the continent of Primaris and the kingdom 
of one Teramis Tabanthus. Among the entourage of guards that accompanied him, there were some distinguishing figures, two orcish individuals, a red-robed woman with several vials of blood and a red tome, and none other than Pip Vosh and her wolf transformation. With these red chains wrapped around her. As Critcat congratulated you all and threw a sack of magical goodies onto the floor, they all took their leave one by one, leaving you to your own devices within the fort, taking the time to clean it, explore it in some fashion. It was during the night of rest that Prisea had informed Eric that Brano and her sister were leaving the continent to look for Bristler, and with a sad farewell, Prisea escaped into the night to find her own adventure, hoping to find you all in the future to reunite one day. After some exploring the following morning, it was revealed that there was some sort of strange golden line, the, the strange golden lines that kind of uh, led through different pathways in Fort Varys itself, um, kind of centered around the audience chamber, but it originated from the, the basement, which was some sort of dungeon, and inside you found uh, a room with a strange uh, floating glass orb surrounded by uh, an assortment of colored glass. There's these strange mechanisms and a prismatic doorway that uh, was some very powerful spell that was protecting it. Following the blood towards the cells, you encountered a strange individual by the name of Mogu who had been imprisoned by Tim the Conqueror, and after some magical dispelling, you freed him from his diamond shackles as he escaped down the hallway where you came from. And continuing further into that chamber, this molten magical uh, cell with this lava and magma and slag pouring down the sides of it contained a great bone devil who you had encountered many times before, and that which brought you together at the very beginning of your adventure. And as you stand gathered around the cell as Critcak's programmed illusion um, bids you farewell and hopes that this will gain some trust between the two, or between uh, all of you, that is where we pick up tonight's session of R.I.Q. Presents the Dark Veil. The Dark Veil! Dark Veil! Also, also uh, uh, Watch it, watch it really, really well. You still got your name in uh, the Zoom? No, I don't. All right, good job. Thanks. <laughs> so. Don't ever tell me about my life again. 
As the program <laughs> delusion disappears and the the rune or the the magical inscription on the on the floor has, kind of fizzles out, um, the bone devil retreats to the back of the cell, facing away from all of you. Um, no words, nothing. Anyone else feel a, a, a chill running up their spine? Ugh. My hairs are standing up, and all of like Bale's hair stands up, and she like, ah, super sad. <laughs> <laughs> Dane jumps when Balefire is suddenly present and, like, speaking. Fuck! <laughs> Here I am. Here I am. So, okay, so we are, we're down, like, we see cells. That, that's where the bone devil is, in the cells. You have traveled beneath Fort Varus. Okay. Through a series of tunnels. This kind of dungeon-esque appearance that led you to... Uh, essentially what is uh, described as an antechamber. It is some kind of central room where it leads to several different um, pathways. You followed a certain pathway with this kind of streak of blood to this splitting corridor that led you into what is essentially um, a room full of cells, which are like holding cells, uh, basically a dungeon where you would imprison people. Okay. And we know for sure that this is the Bone Devil. And not just like an illusion. Not particularly, no. Can I do like an Arcana check? To see if this is like some sort of... Uh, this would be an investigation check. Okay. <clears throat> That's a natural 19 plus 5. Alright, alright. So, you get relatively close to this kind of magical cage. Like I said, it it, it resembles, you know, a metal cage with bars and whatnot, but it appears to be glowing red and this kind of like magma, this lava seems to be pouring down the sides of all of the, the different bars and um, it appears to be fortified in some magical way. Um, peering in with your discerning eye and your knowledge of the arcane, you can certainly tell that this is not an illusion. What you see before you is real and nothing more than just a trapped devil within this, within the confines of this uh, magical cell. I think he's here for good. No, he's he's in the cell because he's evil. <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> Interesting. Well, we won't be able to sit down here and watch him always. I'm gonna go look for. A glass jar. And I want to set out throughout the castle to look for just some sort of like clear um, 
Is the word tra- is translucent the word? That that seems wrong. Transparent. Transparent. Yes. Transparent <laughs> glass. Jar. Why are you saying transparent so strangely? Transparent? Transparent? Isn't that what like, I'm saying? <laughs> well, the more you say it, the weirder it sounds. <laughs> it's, it's just the I guess just the way you place the S in it is weird to me, I guess. Transparent? Yeah. Anyone else hearing that? Am I am I the only weird one here, I guess? Yeah, you're a carby. That's why we busted you now. I hear ah. it, but I don't think I mean it's, it's no biggie. <laughs> I usually say it as like transparent. Yeah. Like, you know, like right. the new age of grown ups. A transparent. Um, Dane I'd like to give this back to you and I hand you the um, the cloak of Elvenkind uh, that was a gift well I I can't use it because I've used up all my (laughs) I've used up all my achievements (laughs) Um, all right, well, that's all right then. I mean, if you, I'd like to give to it to Sybil then. Uh, Sybil, of all the people, well, her and I have gotten pretty close. Sorry, I don't mean to button to you guys' conversation. I'll take this cloak from you. Um, just kidding, I, I don't want it. <laughs> I'm going to go over and stare at the bone devil for a little bit. Okay, just... <laughs> <laughs> at some point, all of my items, like, unequipped on d and Beyond. Hey, Brando, so, like, do you I... need me to roll anything for that? Looking for the stuff? Uh, Jesus, so, help! Is, is everyone staying in the in the basement? Is everyone going with Quan Sang? I'll, I'll help Quan Sang out. Cause I'm pretty sure I saw a, a glass jar in the in the kitchen. Roll a percentile dice for me, Rondon. All right, first roll of the night. Percentile. How about a fifty-four? Everything yeah. that wasn't made of metal or stone was completely in pieces down there. However, you recall that not only food was provisioned for you at uh, the Timbers abode, but also some uh, containers, cutlery, basic provisions on top of the the goods that you acquired. Oh, wait, Quansing, I just remembered. This raw man? Oh, this is filled with jam. Eat it. Okay. Hold on one second. Oh, God. Too sweet. Oh, anyways. Here's your jar. Uh, th- th- thank you, Rhonda. You might want to wash it. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry I got jelly on the outside. Looking at it, I'm like, well... I suppose I should find some water and I go to look for some water to rinse it out. I might be able to help with that. 
Oh, you can have some of it. You guys are way more help than I assumed you would be. Thank you. I we probably deserve that. Um, <laughs> except I correct myself. I haven't gotten anything prepared that can produce water. Um, I can make a flower bud. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go find some water. <laughs> go find some water to clean it out quick. It was raining, wasn't it? Uh, it was about to storm, is what you remember. Uh, the what? What is this place called? Like this? Um, fort Ferris. Fort. Fort. Thank you. This fort that we're in. You said it was about to rain. Does it have like like a ceiling? Like, is it all like battered up? Like, are there holes in the roof or like? Does it have umbrellas? There are yeah. certainly holes in the roof. Okay. You, you gather that um, based on the state, uh, the current state of the actual uh, structure and how it is, has been weathered by time, uh-huh. the rain probably will seep into a lot of the rooms. Um, it's been untouched for far too long, and there's also a 15-foot wide hole like going through diagonally. Um, but the dungeon is pretty, like... Secure. Sec- yeah, secure for the rain. Or are there holes, like, in the ceiling for that, too? You're not seeing any holes in the ceiling as far as, like, oh, look, there's, you know, the audience chamber or anything like right, that. Right, right. But okay. it's there's still, like, it could leak, is what you're saying. Possibly. Right. Okay. So... This we'll find out when it storms here. Right. Right. Um... So it doesn't seem, from what we've seen going around, that Tim and Co. put any work into the thing. Like they, they were just living in the rain. Um, I'll say I'll say if Well, I guess there was some exploration. I would say that there was there was a small portion of the the upstairs where it was a little furnished. Maybe they had begun to you know put in some nicer uh, like yeah. furniture Couches. or rugs mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but I mean, it's very localized compared to the entirety of the right. fort. And right. certainly nothing in the audience chamber as you all cleared that out yourselves. Right. Well, yeah. I think I think we can make what we have here work. Oh. Hi, we're gonna have to. It's home now, my lords, my lady. I think the holes in the ceiling we could probably use to cr- collect some rainwater, perhaps get some crops growing. I'm, I'm not much of a farmer, but I know that the pigs back where I come from are, and watching them is incredibly impressive. I forgot the pigs are farmers. <laughs> I also forgot, and it just like came out of my off my mouth, out of my lips. So we're here. Question: While I was gone, did you guys ever find the? Um... I am not. I can't remember her name, but she was the spider gal. No, oh, that's why we're here, actually. Okay. 
Yeah, okay. we're we're chasing her and then trying to get here at the same time. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. She fast. She fast. She fast as f boy. <laughs> Great sensor. Yeah. Best fuck boy. <laughs> I got you. Thanks, buddy. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I just want to find some water. <laughs> Rinse this jar out. And then as soon as I do that, I'll come back. While he's doing that, can I find Sybil? I don't know if you want to, like, if anybody has anything else, like, I don't know if you want to take turns with that, Brandon. So, yeah, if we're, if we're dividing time to individual projects, then we can do that. Uh, for the sake of this, uh, I'll say... I'll say let's just start from left to right. So we'll start with we'll start with Drew. So okay. you are looking for water. Okay. Go ahead and just make an investigation check. Okay. I think my son just yelled mom. He is 18. 18. Taking a look inside the fort, there really isn't anything that you find in terms of water. However, you start to wonder where exactly people get their water from here, if they ever did. You right. begin to wander outside in the grounds, and you find what looks like an old abandoned well. Oh, cool. And you take a look, and the surrounding stonework has um, definitely seen some weathering over the, the years. Um, there is bits of uh, broken wood, and it's just like waterlogged and growing all kinds of like fungus and just sprouting all kinds of new life there. Oh, sorry, guys. One second. Is that your daughter? <laughs> you can keep going. It's Oliver. Oh, okay. <laughs> your son. This is a Chili's. <laughs> Welcome to Chili's. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Welcome to Chili's. It's just like, hey, buddy, how's it going? He's like, hey, dad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I'll be just a second. I'm so sorry. Okay, we can come back to you. Uh, and so Kwan Kwan dies. Down the well. Um, <laughs> dies, yeah. <gasps> um, <laughs> the, the smooth man senses her guards. <laughs> oh so, Balefire, you, I assume, return from the dungeon up to the audience chamber. Yes. Um, and you don't immediately see Sybil there. You're not exactly sure where she is upon kind of looking around the fort. Um, you can tell that she's found her, her way to one of the rooms upstairs. And you would have known this to be her quote-unquote room, or at least the place where she was staying. But you eventually find her, um, and you can see that she is tending to all of her firearms. Um, she has an assortment of them, and she has them all laid out in front of her. These palm pistols, and pepper boxes, and these rifles, these swords, daggers... This, uh, you've gotten to know her over the time that you spent together, and 
you know that she is never really disarmed. She hides weapons all over her body, and she is not one to, you know, be caught off guard or be helpless. Um, <clears throat> and you know that she kind of blamed you for getting captured in the first place, but, you know, she yeah. didn't hold it against you. Step <laughs> <laughs> <Did I> fail. <laughs> Did I do that? Yeah. Uh, and so you step into the room, um, and you can see that she uh, is very much in a uh, less formal attire. She is just simply wearing just uh, a white cloth sh uh, shirt, some brown shorts, um, all of her, you know, she's just fully relaxing and polishing all of the guns and tending to them, replacing parts and fixing any kinds of little mechanisms that need fixing. Mm-hmm. Her hair is uh, tied up into a bun, and she notices you come in. Fascinating. I know my way around a spell. I'm not sure how you tinker like you do. Well, I could say the same thing for you. I mean, this all makes sense. Parts, components... They all fit together and interlock in an exact way. Whatever you do is something outside of the realm of reality. We've each got our specialty. Yeah. That's anyway, I'd, I'd like to give you this. I, I know we've... The smooth man senses regards. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just making a dumb joke. Oh. <laughs> um, and I pull out the cloak of elven kind. <laughs> she just passing it around. Yeah. <laughs> well, first I wanted to offer it back to Dane if he wanted it because it was originally right. his. But then I thought Sybil could really use it since she's kind of more of the hunting. I I think it would be so funny if everybody in the episodes like no just I just can't down. use it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I'm just gonna bury it <laughs> give it to the <laughs> bone devil <laughs> and he declines <laughs> it's so gaudy it's too good for <laughs> this doesn't match my bone feet at all yeah it, it clashes with things. With the white of my bone. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I pull up the cloak of Alvinkind and um, it helps with your stealth. Um, I know you're prone to go hunting and it makes it difficult for individuals to see you. I don't know how to say this, Bale, but... Worcestershire? Yes. <laughs> I'm afraid that my magical attunements are all filled. Oh, that's what mine are as well. I've been trying to get rid of this thing. Maybe I'll sell it. You know what? I, I think I'll sell it. Don't sell it. What? <laughs> <laughs> in the window like, yeah well, no. as a rock Jane's yeah. a rock Jane, we're on the fifth floor 
Oh, that that's all right. Well, good conversation. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, will you stay with us? For now. Good. I've been thinking a lot about just what I've been doing and what I should really be focusing on and I think it's all right that I take a break for now. Well, I've quite enjoyed our time together. Oh, don't get all sappy on me and she throws a pillow at you. <laughs> I use the the staff of fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah. Not on the pillow. <laughs> hey, gotcha, <you>, bitch. <laughs> Hello, bye. <laughs> Firefly. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was very like same vibes as when that girl crawls out of the TV in scary movie, whatever. Oh yeah, <laughs> Cindy, the TV's leaking. Yeah, <laughs> Cindy, this bitch getting water all over my floor. <laughs> I love that movie. I feel like all we're doing is making movie references. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Game, what's a movie? No, that wasn't my Dane voice. That was Tyler making a dumb voice. So, Dane, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You didn't need to get roasted like that. Oh, I deserved it. No, you don't. Shut up. I started. I started with roasting Drew, so I I deserved the. I I got what was coming to me. All right, fine. Yeah, you deserved um, it. And you're ugly too. I say. <laughs> um, well, I'm gonna go tinker with my books. But maybe later we can continue our card games. I imagine that the whole time they were together, they would play card games at night. Sure. Making up for uh, Pip's uh, folly in the past. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Gotcha. So you end up taking off. Is there anything else that you wanted to do? Yes, I wanted to look through Tim's book, but I wanted to do that with Eric. So... I will yield my time to someone else and then we can come back to Eric and I whenever we have the chance. Okay. And I honestly hope that Tim's book is just a diary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Hex has some really mean things to me today. Damn diary. <laughs> Fuck this place and these people. <laughs> I hate them With all. the horns. <laughs> Don't they know who I am? Yeah. Um, all right, Rhonda, it is it is your turn. What would you like to do? Yeah. I should have honestly been thinking about this more, but I was so invested in what Balefire is doing. <laughs> but, but, uh... Oh, now I, now I know what I'm going to do. So, um... Yeah, so I'm just going to go, like, uh... Go check, check with Dane, like, hey, Dane. Did, did you remember that that there's going to be like something deeper in this something some caverns to explore um was there like supposed to be like something worthwhile somewhere deep in this Dane is kind of like looking at the ceiling and um Dane's like examining the ceiling 
Um, and I'm saying he's kind of standing there with his arms crossed, and the golems, the like the worker golems, are like standing on either side of him, like mirroring his uh, his posture. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, I think I do remember Kritkak saying something about he he left something for us in the deepest dungeon. Um, I've thought about what it might be, but I also don't know where the deepest dungeon is. Yeah. I mean, good thing we finally got this to ourselves, I guess. Uh, But we could always go on another adventure. Start opening up random doors, see where they go. That's true. We're going to have time to do it. I mean, great. At least ten of them might be bathrooms, but at least we'd know where those ten bathrooms are. Are bathrooms a thing? Have we covered this? Modern plumbing exists in this world. Trust me. Right. Uh, We we don't poop outside like animals. (laughs) What am I? Well, okay, you you do sometimes. I mean, when you wild wild shape, but right when I'm an animal, respectively. I mean. You're you're graceful when you poop. I, I, I'm, Where are you I'm going with weird. this, Rhonda? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm making it weird. Hey, let's go explore some doors. <laughs> I've been thinking. Um, and since upstairs hasn't been cleaned the way that downstairs has, mm-hmm. I want to use the ring of telekinesis to kind of lift up a piece and try to fit it into the ceiling just a little bit, kind of up to a thousand pounds sure. is the limit of the spell. Um, What's the range? We, 60 feet. It's too short. The ceiling is 60 feet above the upper floor. You're saying, you're saying, are you doing it from the audience chamber? No. No, I'm like up because there's floors above the audience chamber, right? That's right. Yeah, so I'm up above where the roof is. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Inside, but like, could Dane pick himself up? Has to be an object. The the okay. telekinesis yeah, spell we don't allows by anyone to. Okay. Yeah. Wrong time. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Uh, thought this was Verst Wall. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, the normal telekinesis spell, you can move creatures, um, but the ring specifies only objects that aren't being worn or carried. Gotcha. Um, So so if, theoretically, if you hopped on my shoulders, you could pick me up, (laughs) therefore picking you up. You're still not an object. (laughs) Objectify me, I guess. <laughs> what do we just say, man? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I, I, I step off my bullshit. Um, we can find... <laughs> we can hire a mason. We could probably have an easy time at least repairing the ceiling. And then I'll kind of set the piece back down. Um, I, yeah, that's... 
Let's explore. Let's see what we can find. And I'll go with Rondon and his adventures. I just kind of yell around. Hey, guys, we're going to start opening up some doors. If you want to join in, uh, feel free. Don't feel obligated. We might die. Who knows? So feel obligated. (laughs) Have people taken a long rest yet? Yes. Okay, let me mark that. Um, So I guess in terms of where you're exploring, (laughs) you have basically three directions you could go in. Mm-hmm. Down, preferably. Which down? All the way. You're talking like the dungeon part of the of the <laughs> fort, or are you talking like where you found the kitchen? Uh, I'd say the dungeon. <sighs> I'm thinking meta game now. Uh, let me see if I can't play this into the character. Uh, is Eric? Are you? Are you? Are Eric? Eric, where are you? Are you nearby? Eric did not leave. Eric is still at the Bone Devil. So, you... so if you guys went and up looking for glass jars, I'm long gone. I, I never left the Bone Devil. All right. I, well, I'm just gonna go. Like, uh, all right, Dane. Uh, you, you can either stay here or come with me. I. I guess I don't care. Let's find Eric real quick because I think I have an idea. Because you know how, you know how, uh, in order to find the secret passage, we had to follow magic. What if, what if we have to follow magic to get to where we need to go? Why do you need Eric for magic? Oh, you're right. You're magic. You have detect magic, don't you? Oh, do I have detect magic? I have dispel magic. I don't have detect magic. Okay, we need him. Okay. You big dummy. <laughs> if you need to cast magic, I can do that. If you need to detect it, I'm you're out of luck. Well, I can somewhat cast magic. Fu- can you? Oh, yeah. I guess you can. Yeah, it's giant magic, you dummy. I'm sorry. I, you're not a dummy. I really respect you. You're being really mean to me tonight. <laughs> oh, you fool. Anyways, let, let's go find Eric. See if we can't get his... Uh, Pick his brain. All right. And I put away the golems, and I take the cube with me, and I I follow Rondon for my time. Okay. So at this point, um, let's say that you would meet up with Eric for this. That's fine. So you would. Search the fort. You're like, dang, where did Eric go? And then you're like, oh wait, everyone just kind of left him down there. Some friends you are. Oh god, I hope he's not he's getting adult. in. <laughs> Barely. Uh, eventually, before that happens, though, Eric, you stand before Uh-oh. the Bone Devil mm-hmm. in this kind of. A dull, glowing orange light that uh, kind of frames the room in this kind of sinister glow. Staying well back from the the cell itself so that 
if he's able to reach between bars or anything, I'm I'm a good ten extra feet beyond anything he'd be able to reach. Sure. Um, I'm gonna cast hex on him. Okay. Giving him uh, uh, disadvantage on wisdom ability checks, and I'm going to pull out a dagger and it is throbbing with magical energy wah, 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 wah. and I'm just going to lean towards the cell what are you doing here there's no response not even a hint of movement facing away from you not even choosing to acknowledge the question itself You're left to suffer in, well, not exactly silence as this kind of burbling liquid spills on the sides of the bars. No movement at all? Like, um... What do I have? What do I have? Seeing that he is completely unmoving and I just want to see if I can get a reaction for, from him. So I get out a crowbar and I'm throwing it not to try and go through. I'm throwing it kind of crosswise so that it'll hit the bars and make a loud sudden noise just to get some sort of reaction from him. Sure. Make an intimidation check. Uh, that'd be a nat 20 for a total of 29. Woo! It, yeah! Get it! Mugweed! Mugweed? More like thugweed, am I right? Hey. Uh, dang. The dank like shit in this room. <laughs> <laughs> you can see that as you... As you throw the crowbar, it is not... It's not the crowbar itself, but there is this kind of magical force that you throw it with. This sort of shadow that almost leaps from your small halfling form. There's this echoing hiss that goes out as you throw it, and it slams against the bars, and you can see the bone devil actually spin around on all fours, the tail kind of curling behind him, and you can see the, like, these, these beady eyes just stare at you as this uh, hatred emanates from this creature as it stares at you. Probably a good maybe 20 feet in distance away from you. What are you doing here? Why are you back? Why do you keep hounding us? You can see it begins to move toward you on all fours. Just... You can hear this slight kind of, almost like a metal ringing with some kind of heat as the footsteps grow closer and closer. Um, though the heat doesn't seem to disturb it, it seems strange that it's bound in this way. And as it reaches the edges of the bars, you can see that um, 
even more so the details of this devilish bony figure you can see all the kinds of details these uh, marks and grooves and cuts and striations across its face pieces of bone missing and even that's that strange and disgusting almost like greenish uh, acidic saliva that pours down its chin and drips onto the floor itself as it regards you and you've noticed that the the bone devil it's, it's his teeth are are many and they're very small and pointed doesn't necessarily move its jaw to speak but you can hear a voice ringing out of its form and it simply says you'll find out soon enough you can see it kind of spit in your direction as this globule of acid suddenly just uh, lands about five feet away from you and just turns to vapor. You're not really in a position to be making threats. We beat you every time. And this time, we don't have to because if we do that, you just go back to whatever little hole you crawl out of and come back again. But this time you're stuck, aren't you? You can talk to us, you can tell us what the deal is, or not. Either way, you're in there, I'm out here. And I'm just gonna turn and start walking away. And you hear the slow whisper, for now, as you retreat from the room. Oh, hey, Rhonda, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Weird. Why is there fate? Uh, anyways, uh, hey, how are you doing? I'm real good. That's good. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to know you're feeling real good. Hey, I had an idea. Uh, I'm, I'm dragging Dane along with this. He didn't look like he was doing too much. Uh, <laughs> actually, he was, he was probably doing doing a whole lot, but I, I you know me. Um, Hey, you, you up for an adventure? I mean, we're already kind of on an adventure, but, you know, like a side quest. I mean, we just got here. I know, but I I can't stop moving. If I stop moving, I die. Uh, okay. So, you know how you know how we had to ha uh, uh, use magic to kind of find magic in those tunnels? You know what you what you do to help find us find magic. Oh yeah, where you know you kind of you look around for it and see if you can detect any of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's the one. Uh huh. Do you, do you, do you think you can do that and see if we can't find the entrance to the 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 secret, maybe secret underground base? No, not base. Secret underground treasure that that crit cat. Uh, has I mean, it's worth a shot. I, it, the reason we were able to follow it here was because I think Tim or somebody, one of the slashers, had left magic marks. But maybe Crit Cat did the same thing. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, might be good to have uh, Quan Sing check it out with the eye, too, see if he sees anything. Uh, Eric, this is why I love you. You're, you're just... 
You're smart. Stop. No, you're the smartest one of us all. You you know it. Don't don't tell Belle I said that. I also think she's pretty smart, but I I think you you might be the smartest. What a what a character progression. <laughs> <laughs> do uh true. Do we want to get um uh Quansing and and Bale and Sybil to do this or you looking to just head off? No, you're you're probably right. Again, you are the smartest one of us all. It might be a real bad idea if we go uh not full party. Plus who they might miss out on all the fun. Oh hold on, Rondon. Just to clarify, are we trying to find where this dungeon might be, or are we looking to go and do whatever it is that Crickcack left for us to do? Why not both? There's a lot of work to be done. It'll be here when we get back. Tell you what, why don't we see if we can find anything, and if we find something, we rally the troops. Okay. And I'll turn on detect magic okay <clears throat> you cast detect magic and you get these very strange sensations when you're down here they begin to lead you toward the the antechamber that splits off in all these different directions and as you reach that antechamber you find balefire pointing different directions, trying to figure out which way you were, and you both lock eyes with each other. Eric, there you are. Um, I, I was wondering if you'd like to look through Tim's spell book with me. Well, I just feel like the bell of the ball here. Everybody wants a piece of Eric. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're the most delicious cake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, of course, I, you know, the the spells in books aren't really my. Uh, oh, I understand. I just, but... I just didn't want to look through it by myself in case, you know, I needed another spellcaster with me. Sure, sure, sure. Um... <laughs> I knew you were gonna... <laughs> <laughs> She said she needs a real spellcaster, Dane. Uh, person on Rondon. <laughs> I'm gonna summon my fire chains on Dane. You gotta hit me first. I throw my shoe. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. You got me. Do you want to go find somewhere to sit to look through it? Uh, this is awkward. Um, Rondon and I were just looking here and. And it would be probably a good idea to get into this book and see what's in there before we disturb oh, something that we're going. Where, where are you guys going? Go do your reading. Yeah, Dane, Rondon, you guys got this. I I got nothing. I don't. I'm done. Let's go find Quincy. <laughs> okay. What? Where, where uh, are you guys going? Nowhere, Bale. Shut up. Just oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I don't actually mean that. I, I don't actually say that line. Shut the fuck up, Bale. <laughs> uh, 
we're we're doing nothing, Bale. Uh, just guy things. We're gonna go find Quan Sang to do more guy things. Oh, is that code for something? I whispered to Eric. No one, Rondon. I'm sure it's gross. Look. Oh. Thanks. Hey, Dan, you want to pee on? Very true. Very true. Hey, Dane, you want to pee on this rock? <laughs> Those are I, guy um, things. I don't run down. This, this uh, dumbass rock. Go find a place where we can look at the book. All right, all right. Jesus. It messed up your line, Dane. <laughs> I want to live. <laughs> my, my butt feels silly. Anyways, what the heck? It's a reference. So to Eric a... and I are gonna I go <laughs> okay. look at the Tim Scott book. Okay, perfect. Is there anywhere, anywhere particular that you would like to situate yourselves? Somewhere where we can sit comfortably. The only place I've seen a desk or anything is in the office where we killed Tim, and I think we kind of set that room Destroy on fire. It, yeah. So. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the place to go. So whatever, any place we can yeah. find a. Well, there's the throne. We could yeah. go use the throne. Let's go sit on the throne. I do have mending if we need to fix that desk. Oh, nice. Your spellcaster? Nope. He's <laughs> got a scroll. Yeah. <laughs> I, I pop my head. Hey, I got giant magic if you need it. <laughs> Super useful. All right, so eventually you find your way to the throne itself, taking a seat. It's a pretty large throne, fit, fit the both of you. Um, and you procure from your bag, Balefire, this uh, black tome with these kind of horns etched on it, and it's kind of um, this lock made of bone on its side that keeps it closed. Do you, do you happen to have the key? Um, I didn't, I don't have the key. Um, I got the stuff that Crick Cat gave us, but anything that Tim had, boy, I don't even remember who looked over his body. Um, his desk's right over here. We could see if it's in the desk. Yeah, let's, let's look. So, oh, we'll run into that room and try to find a key. Give it a search. It's filled with ash and soot and broken wood. Um, go ahead and just make an investigation for me. Um, both of I us. I will assist you. Okay. Twenty. Uh, dirty. Dirty twenty. Okay. Taking a look around, sifting through the piles of, um, you know, ashen material and uh, all of this rubble, no key. Nothing that resembles a key. Um, there's a lot of burnt paper. Maybe this was some kind of, um, maybe like a, like a records room or something. Mm -hmm. But um, that corner of the room where things were held is pretty much just ash and cinder. 
Can I look over the spell book to see if there's any like magical key that it needs or like anything um, magical that we need to do to unlock it? Sure. Make an arcana check. Okay. Eric, would you like to help me? Yeah. Sixteen plus nine. Okay. Taking a very close look at the book itself, or the tome, rather. Um, There is um, a strange kind of um, magic that you, you recognize. It is... While, <clears throat> while the the school of magic itself, it's not you can't really sense like an emanating like force of magic on it. You recognize symbols, you recognize iconography, and you have a basic understanding of how magic works. And this lock itself, it doesn't appear to be a lock for any particular key to fit into, though it does keep it closed. There is something about the way that there is some kind of uh, like reddish hue towards where the lock hole is. It doesn't seem as though this is a lock that takes a key. It seems as though it's bound through some kind of spell or some kind of um, like a requirement of some like an exchange of vitality to open it. Um, this may seem stupid, but what do you what does vitality mean? Like life essence. Blood. Oh. Okay. I pull out one of the daggers that Sybil gave me. And make a mark on my left hand and squeeze it into that gotcha so you take one point of damage okay the blood trickles from your hand and you can see it drip across this bone lock there is this strange almost like glistening pinkish red almost like a tendril that seems to slither out from the lock's hole and catch every drop of blood. And you can see that it vibrates almost gleefully as it retracts back into the lock itself and you can hear this kind of click. Much better than I thought it would. Interesting. All right. Are you ready? (laughs) Uh... I'm a little frightened. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, um, a book that it takes blood to open doesn't seem like it's probably going to be the friendliest uh, book, but yeah, let's give it a shot. All right, let's do this. And I extend my hand with the blood <laughs> for a high five. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to oh, elbow. Sorry. Yep, yeah. sorry. Pandemic, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So I carefully open it. Okay. As you open it, the first page suddenly just 
begins to glow this bright green, and the sigil begins to draw itself on the page. And you begin to hear this almost like a like an arcane ticking sound. As it continues to draw itself. Suddenly the book begins to shake. Um, maybe maybe close that. Alright. Okay. It stops. Uh I Okay. The image that was being drawn, the the rune or whatever it was. Anything familiar about that at all? Yeah, we recognize it. Make an arcana check. I'll give you advantage, or help you. Okay. Fifteen? Fifteen. It feels very familiar to you, but it's magical understanding is a little beyond you at the moment. Um, the most you get out of it is just abjuration. I'm a little worried that he's he's got a trap that there's probably a keyword that he had to say or Maybe it needs more blood or something. Do you think my, my blood triggered a, a trap? Well, I think opening it triggers, a trap. triggers the trap that there's a delay on that maybe we can find a way to disarm it, but I don't have a good way to do that. I could you... try and dispel it, but I'm was... a little worried about dispelling on a spell book that it right. would ruin what we're looking for. Right. Um, the school of magic, would I know that if we used dispel magic on it, if it would like since I know spell books, do I know that it would erase everything in the spell book? Also make a make a separate arcana check for this. Okay. 16 plus 9. 15. 25. It's not guaranteed, but there's a slight chance of critical failure that you could achieve. Okay. Meaning that if you don't fail as badly, the book could probably be okay. But if the roll is bad, then... It could destroy the entirety of the book. What if um, two spellcasters cast it? Uh, you could give each other advantage on the roll. Gotcha. What if three spellcasters cast it? Is it still? It's still the same. now. Okay. Where where would we find a third spellcaster? Yeah, uh, Picks his head around the corner. <laughs> hey you guys, you guys, praying. You're right. You're right. Um, um, do you have dispel magic? I do, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I have it prepared. Um, 
I too have dispel magic. Just. <laughs> um. I can enforce disadvantage on the book or give you guys advantage. I can also. Oh, never mind. You guys are doing your thing. And Dana's not there. What do you think, Eric? Should we try it or. Should we try to figure out another way to open it? Did it lock again? Does it need blood again if we want to try and open it? Ooh, good question. You closed it. You you closed the book, correct? You went. Boom. Right. So yep. yes. Okay. Just dying like one hit point at a time. You guys are like, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like mummified by the end of it. Just like right. jaws all the way down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> are you all right? Or what does yeah. she say? Are movie. you okay? Yeah. <laughs> Her head falls off. Are you okay? <laughs> um. Up to you guys. I'm I'm willing to give it a shot if you are. I'm willing to. Let's do it, Eric. <laughs> okay. Um, you've already you've already uh, shed some blood here. I got this. All right. And I'll give myself a little cut on the palm and do the same thing, trying to mimic exactly what I saw Bale do. Sure, sure. You take one point of damage. <clears throat> and... The drops of blood pour into the hole. That strange pink and red-like tendril slurps up every last bit of blood that is dropped there, and you hear that click once again. You ready? Ready. Open that book. Okay, you open the book. The green page flashes, and a symbol begins to draw. Before casting a spell, I want to put my bloody hand on the symbol. Ooh, I'll do the same thing. Okay. Nothing seems to happen. No? Okay. All right, um, it's worth a shot. Can we, as, as it starts to form, can we kind of see what it starts to, like, say? Like, do we recognize it more and more as it, like, starts to... No words. It just seems like uh, some kind of symbol is beginning to draw itself. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm. I'm, you, I'm thinking we dispel this thing. You want to do it, or do you want me to? Um. No, I've got this. All right, let's see you do it, Eric. So dispel magic at fifth level with advantage. Okay, so you're casting the spell also to give him advantage. Right. Okay. So I'll take mine off. Also at fifth level. Okay. Ooh. So, uh, roll your d20 plus your charisma modifier. Then just automatically go away, huh? All right. <laughs> 
happening. And this is with advantage now, right? Correct. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Holy crap. Hey, Mr. Smoothman. <laughs> oh no! You wanna you wanna give me a hand on this one? What what happened? I'm gonna I'm gonna use uh uh the whatever it's called Dark One's luck. Dark One's uh, favor, I think. Uh, Dark One's luck. Add a oh, D10. Okay. Oh, that's so much better. Okay, so then. Total plus charisma, then uh, 21. 21. Got a nine on that D10, so oh you can my... do that math. Oh my gosh. Yikes. <laughs> oh, Mike. You succeed by one. <laughs> oh. As oh my god. The spell itself, um, you can see this symbol beginning to shake, and the tone begins to shake. The room begins to fill with green as this kind of like uh, burbling uh, green toxic fume begins to emit from the book and suddenly you place your hand and you can feel the magic of the book beginning to overwhelm you and Balefire puts her hand on yours. It doesn't seem like it's quite enough and suddenly you whisper deep within the very recess of the darkest parts of your soul for help. And suddenly this purple energy surges from your hand and suddenly slams the book down on the ground as the symbol is erased and this plume of purple uh, eldritch energy that shoots up and dissipates. Damn, I want someone to draw that. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that image is like freaking cool. Needed your help and... A little extra, and I've got a hand on my own book here. Um, Bale, if you ever decide, uh, you know, having to track down these spell books and anything isn't the way to go, I can probably put in a good word for you. <laughs> well, I'll keep that in mind, Eric. There is this Thank you so much. Pink, fleshy worm that begins to wriggle its way outside of the book. How how big are we talking about? Yeah, like, like like regular the... worm size? It's very thin, but about a foot long. I like grab it. What is this? You feel this slight pinch in your skin. You just take one point of damage. What the hell? Does it Eat look it. like the thing that came out and ate the blood? Yes. Okay. Fire, make a constitution save throw. Oh shit. Okay. Hold Don't on. eat it. I take it back. I have a plus five to my constitution saves. That's for concentration, not for regular saves. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay, I'm scared. A constitution? Mm hmm. Twelve. Okay. You feel your hands suddenly begin to clench as the muscles begin to seize. 
You scream out into the audience chamber as this thing burrows its way into your flesh and disappears. And suddenly... Ah! Fail! And suddenly you are fine. I'm, I'm alright, I'm alright. It just... It, you're alright, it just... That thing just crawled inside you. What do you mean you're alright? It just stung a little. I, I, I don't know where it went. In... I, it's inside you, that's where it went! Ah, I don't know what to do. Get it out. <laughs> Get, it out. <laughs> Get it out. Get it out. I'm going to start cutting bail open. No, oh, shit. <laughs> what do I do? I, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you don't feel anything? Um, do I feel anything? No. I, I don't, I'm alright. Maybe, maybe, do we, is Prisea with us? She is no, Prisea left. Aww. Le Prisea left last night. She did? All yeah. Right. Where'd she go? <laughs> That's a milk. Went... <laughs> <laughs> Some cigarettes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I'll be right back. I need to go get my things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> where, where did she go? She, she's meeting back up with Brana, Brano, rather. Uh, Bruno. To um, go search for Bristler. Oh, all right. Well, maybe once we've got to into town, I can find a medic to... Oh, Kwon Seng, he, he has some medicine abilities, right? Medical abilities. Maybe I could have him take a look at me. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, but in the meantime, I'm a little more curious about this book. And I <laughs> open it up. Okay. <clears throat> You open the book up, and you can see that the pages themselves um, don't seem to be made out of regular parchment paper. They appear to be more leather-like. This appears to be oh. some very evil-looking book. However, within its pages, you recognize several different spells that are ripe for the taking. Right. Spells. Ones that you recognize and some that you don't and don't have the ability to actually cast. At least not yet. Mm -hmm. You recognize the shield spell. But you also see a different spell. Absorb elements. Okay. Is that... I Can I add it to my spells? No. This will require for you to do the process of writing it down. Gotcha. Time to do okay. that. But write this down in your notes. Okay. So that you can have a list of spells that... Um, you can begin to move over. Okay, what are the spells? You said shield, right? Shield? Mm -hmm. But. <clears throat> Absorb elements. Double nice. 
Okay. Charm person. Triple mass. Mage armor. Wow. Okay. Magic missile. <laughs> okay. Ray of enfeeblement. How do you spell enfeeblement? Uh, e n f e e b l e m e n t. Okay. And then a spell which seems so strange, but with your magical knowledge, you can understand that this is not a spell that exists in the world, but rather that one one that was actually created by Tim himself. Ray of Sluggishness. Okay. Hold person. Oh, wow, there's more. <laughs> Mirror image. Misty step. Fireball. Intellect fortress. Fly. Fly? Ooh. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Polymorph. Ooh. Greater invisibility. Ooh. Resilient sphere. Hold on one sec. Resilient sphere. Yeah, this is a book. <laughs> this isn't just like. <laughs> Okay, resilient sphere. Banishment. Okay. Fire shield. Okay. S stone skin. Stone skin. Cone of cold. Okay. Cloud kill. Uh huh. Wall of force. Ooh. Globe of invulnerability. Invulnerability? Mm hmm. Okay. Finger of death. Oh! Disintegrate. <laughs> Finger of death was uh, Brinker's uh, nickname in high school. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was fucked. I... And a spell <laughs> whose power you've only ever heard of in um, ancient tomes that you've read while you were in your studies. Power word stun. This is a gold mine, Eric. This, these spells are very powerful. There's so much in here. If these spells got into the wrong hands, well, they might be Tim. Yeah. You're in yours. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, they'd probably be written on, I don't know human skin uh dwarf skin 
orcs. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's this this book gives me the creeps. These these spells they could help us bring back the sun. Well, I'd be in favor of that. Um, there's so a, powerful. you know, I, I, like I say, I don't really understand all the spells in, in books. That's not the way I do things, but is there a sun come back spell in there? Well, th there's not, but oh. it could help us defeat our enemies. Yeah. No, I'm sure that's fine goal. too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there is bring back sun right here. Yeah. Right. It's it's called here comes the sun. <laughs> you cast a tune um, while you whistle, and the sun dances up with melodies around it. Is what it says. Um, you are required to use. It's a tenth level spell. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't use it quite yet. Um, it might take a couple of years, but um, you know, by using these spells that I can use, you know, we can work up to it. I'll keep it in my back pocket. It's a good idea. Yeah, here comes the sun. I write it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a spell that Bellfire is gonna make. <laughs> Shortly after this little escapade, Quansing, you have jumped down the well. And the only reason that you find yourself doing such a thing is because there's no bucket from which to pull up any water. I've had better ideas! <laughs> With your slow fall and your monk abilities to run up vertical surfaces, you easily find your way down this well, which... Uh, it's very chilly. It's very, very cold in here. Um, and you do find what looks like this very worn old bucket tied to this frayed rope that you could conceivably pull up on your own. I need to find stairs for this. And uh, I grab the bucket and I try to get some water in it. Okay. It's a very large bucket. Um... Such these buckets are probably about like you could probably guess like two and a half feet, and it's pretty deep, like maybe two and a half feet tall as well. It's sure. gonna weigh you down quite a bit, but with your monk-like abilities and enough time, you'll be able to make your way out of the well in no time. Yeah, and and just to make sure I'm um, not overwhelming myself, I'll just fill it about halfway. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. And so eventually you. Come up out of the well. Yeah. Uh, completely soaked. Um, this water is very, very cold, and just kind of like the chill hits you as you kind of begin to wring your clothes out on the uh, the grass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, as I'm like washing my clothes, I'll pull out that jar that um, Ramon gave me, and I'll start to kind of clean it out a little bit. Gotcha. Very easily, you manage to do so, and um, while the water itself is soiled with the very slight hint of sugariness from jam, 
<laughs> uh, the jar itself is clean enough. Can't believe Rondon ate all this in one go. The man's a legend. <laughs> I understand why there's stories about him now. I look Jump. around to make sure he's not by. I'll never tell him that. <laughs> you see this small Jump. little salamander next to the, the well itself, and it kind of just looks at you while you talk to yourself. Well, hello there. Yeah, of course you don't speak. Idiot. (laughs) Pickles talks. Salamanders don't. I don't understand the difference. It just eyes you. No expression. It's just, what is this strange giant doing in my home? I super like grab it and anime throw it, you know, like the full twist. <laughs> ah! And then like the star. Ding! <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I don't. Oh, jeez. Hey, quit. Well, thanks, Siri. <laughs> don't do that with uh, the salamander. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reporting you to the FBI. <laughs> like... <laughs> no. Um. So yeah, I just clean it out. And then when I'm done cleaning out, kind of um actually for flavor cleaning out when i get the water in there i'm gonna take my hand and put put it over the the hole i'm just gonna swirl the water inside of it with air just kind of like a dishwasher oh sure yeah clever yeah and then when i'm done with it i'll uh start to make my way back down towards the prison cells gotcha you start to make your way back and um on the way, you meet Rondon and Dane. Um, kind of walking around the grounds, just kind of aimlessly wandering, chuckling to themselves. Um, you recognize the sound they make when they're together. Um, but then something else happens as you are kind of meeting each other halfway as your eyes lock. There's a strange green sickly glow from the audience chamber. There's this burbling cloud of green fog that seems, seems to kind of emanate out. And then all of a sudden it all just almost withdraws within the chamber itself and it's as if nothing happened. And you all just kind of look behind your shoulders to see that. Should we ignore it? I really don't think we should. But... Okay. Wait, what was that noise? I'll start going towards the audience. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about these yahoos. But... Yeah, I'll, I'll run towards it with them. Wait, is that a salamander? I should go. Yeah. <laughs> what salamander? It's in. It's a star now. I guess. <laughs> I guess Team Rocket's blasting off again. <laughs> I can see it if I squint really hard. Rondon can be friends with salamanders. That could have yeah. been one that he knows. I didn't yeah. throw it. I said I was joking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Tell me your secret salamander. Anyways. What's up, guy? <laughs> so you everyone hey, like towards uh, the audience chamber and you <laughs> head towards the well, you're like, ooh, a salamander. <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's the key to Tim's spellbook. <laughs> I'd pick up the salamander and start walking to the <laughs> to the audience chamber. Is this canon? Do you really do this? Yes, I'm gonna do it. Okay. Perfect. Go ahead and just make a Make a charisma check with advantage. All right. 
Uh, here you get a plus one to charisma. Um, advantage rule. How about an 11? Wait, Wait Salamander, wait. that's enough. You swear you can no see a slight smile curled across its uh, glistening uh, reptilian or uh, amphibian flesh. Oh, you're a little cutie. Put it on my face so I can climb up my head. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Eventually, the lot of you make your way back to the audience chamber and find that um, as you're stepping in, well, kind of a little bit away from from the audience chamber, you can see Balefire's arm almost like clenched and seized, and there's some there's a bit of screaming, and as soon as you get into the chamber, um, both Eric and Balefire are just enthralled in this uh, this leather uh, tome soon after that little incident. Oi! What? 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 Hi! What was that? Well, you see, we were trying to get into the spell book. Tim had a magical trap on his book, and now there's a worm that lives inside Balefire. It's all no right. Big. Yeah, it'll be fine. But look at all these cool spells. No, no let's let's go back just a step. <laughs> Hold on, Dane can't you... read spells. He's not a spellcaster. <laughs> <laughs> a you may have person on Quan Sing. <laughs> <laughs> you may have those cool spells. I got a salamander. Anyways, can I can I see those spells? <laughs> I want to try my hand. <laughs> take a level in a wizard. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. That'd be cool. Um, we should all just take a le- level. Of they're, they're very powerful spells, and I feel like they could really help us in our quest. Uh, but you said there was a worm. Yeah, it, it bit me, and that really hurt, Charlie. And it's still. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie. I don't know the worm. <laughs> I named it. <laughs> that, is that canon? <laughs> you can't name your worm, Balefire. It's what keeps him around. You're right. You're right. Um, Quansing, I, I was actually going to ask you if there's any um, sort of medicine or. Um, the thing you could do to get this worm out of me. I don't know, do you have like a dewormer or something? I don't have a dewormer. I guess we could cut your body open and try to search for it. I don't I don't Here, like that. Here's my axe, Quansing. I think you're the best at it. Oh, but there's, no. the, there's still some blood on it. Dane. The medical monks <sighs> would uh, probably take off your entire arm. Do you know of anything that I could do to get this worm out? Rhonda. The medical monks are chickens. There is anyway, this, uh, this, this kind of slightly moist, sticky, like pitter patter across your face, as the the salamander that is on your head suddenly looks you right in the eye, and kind of does like a little like head bob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Do you, do you want to talk to Balefire? 
see okay. There's a little head bob thing. Oh, hey, Bill, I think... Uh, I, You know what? I haven't given you a name yet. I'll have to think about it. Sally's good. It's a little bit too on the nose. Sally and the salamander. I put the put the salamander onto Bale. Hey, um, hello. I, don't move. No fast oh. movements. Stop. All right. I... Bale, shh, shh, shh. Stop. What do I do? I don't know. But I'm going to trust the salamander. <clears throat> there is this moment as the, the salamander reaches closer and closer to Balefire that there is this kind of almost like a pinkish uh, smoke that begins to build out from it. And suddenly you can see that it begins to grow and becomes heavier on your hand as it grows bigger and bigger and bigger. And suddenly from oh. your hand, uh, this fully grown, almost five foot tall looking... Uh, almost strawberry-colored salamander with these darker red blotches on its glistening skin. Suddenly this poof of arcane, uh, just wizardry. This blue traditional kind of wizard's hat emits and just apparates from nowhere. Um, carrying a spell book bound by tree bark and dried leaves, you can see that there is a, an assortment of potions and vials strapped all across its body, as well as this floating, almost water-like orb that just surrounds it and circles its form. Um, you can see that the strange strawberry-colored salamander almost directs the orb onto the ground itself, which creates almost like a pool, like, like this kind of localized pond in which this giant... A uh, bookcase made out of dried and dead wood begins to rise out of the ground itself. And you can see that it looks around as the kind of smoke begins to clear. And it says, Well, I believe that I can help you out with your ailment. I'm going to call you Barry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do we have. Oh, Perry is the dog. Yeah. Who is that, somewhere? That was brilliant. <laughs> Allow me to introduce myself. Unfortunately, uh, I am not named Barry, but <laughs> I do have ah, a proper so name. I am Sir Samuel Xander the Salamancer. Uh, Samuel Xander the Salamancer? That's correct. Oh, thank God. I thought I was just having a stroke. I specialize in the wizardry school of salamancy. That was brilliant. How did you... Where did you go to school? I'm sure you've never heard of it, but... I can sense a kind soul and... one such as this one in the eyes Rondon. I could see the goodness in his heart. Dude, thank God I didn't throw this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeet. Oh my gosh. Such a wow. big part of the story. I know. That was insane. That was really, that was mind blowing, Brandon. That was really cool. <laughs> Dane is like holding the agate that he was going to use to awaken the salamander and just puts it back into his bag. <laughs> 
Now it's been some time since this fort has been occupied by individuals as kind-hearted as yourselves. Well, I suppose I really have only gazed into the heart of one individual here, but there's something about you that rubs me the right way. And you can see that uh, he um, kind of twirls his little salamander uh, uh, digits around, and you can see this little uh, the white the or the uh, the sphere of water kind of uh, sprinkle his uh, his skin and kind of like moistens him a little bit. Uh-huh. And you can see and you can see that he says. Now, uh, I hear that there's something that ails you. There is this worm bit me and it went inside me and I, I don't know how to get it out. You can see that there's this. Uh, lizard-like tongue that kind of like licks its lips at the mention of the worm. Would you mind? Well, I would be happy to. Normally I charge for these kinds of things as I am a traveling merchant of potions. You'll find no finer potion maker than I, and I pride myself on that. This one will be for free. Thank you, Sir Samuel. And you can see that um, from its kind of assorted uh, wrappings of potions, it begins to pluck them off, look at them, toss them back. And you can see that right before they hit the ground, they just kind of almost like like buoyantly float right before they hit and they land and just kind of like move around in the air. Um, That's cool. Shuffling through different kinds of potions, you eventually see that there's one that is this kind of pinkish, swirling, it almost looks like strawberry milk, honestly. Mm-hmm. With this kind of, um, what's that uh, What's that word called? This rose gold looking chain on it. And this beautiful glass cork. And he says, this ought to do it. And he hands it to you. This beautiful... Uh, round at the top, but pointed kind of, uh, into like a, like a, um, some kind of like diamond, like, almost like a cut shape at the bottom, um, and hands it to you. If there's any kind of parasite on you, then this should take care of the problem. Do I just, do I, do I drink it? Oh, what else would you do with it? Go on. I don't know. All right. Cheers. You drink the potion, and you feel this kind of warm, like, tickle in your stomach. You suddenly feel the urge to burp, and this kind of, like, pink, uh, kind of glistening bubble suddenly comes out in front of your face. And suddenly you see everyone. Or rather, everyone sees Balefire. And the skin on her face begins to sag. You can see her body becoming more liquefied. You can see that her eye begins to slowly drip out of her eye socket. And she begins to form this puddle on the floor. And there is no words, but there is a silent kind of horrific gasp as she is no more than just liquid on the floor itself. 
Got her. And suddenly there is this wriggling worm in the puddle where Balefire once stood. Oh, Go on, God. then get it now, quickly. Uh, I, 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 I grab it. Oh, I cast hold no. person on the worm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Nothing happens. It's not a person. <laughs> I, uh, I, with all the force I have, I come swinging down with my staff to split it. Okay, make an attack roll. 30-20. Okay. You can see that the worm splits. And suddenly there are two of them now. Somebody burn it! <laughs> Um, I can cast a Lunar Surge. That's Radiant Damage. You can do whatever you want, baby boy. I'm sorry, Sir Samuel. Was that lunch for you? Would you hurry up, please? We only have a limited amount of time here. Lunar Surge. Okay. You aim the staff towards it. Or towards the two of them. Uh, Fortunately for you, they fail their save and they are disintegrated into this kind of radiant uh, glitter that dissipates and becomes nothingness. And the rest of you are left there looking in horror as this puddle of balefire is left on the floor. And he says, okay, now for the other part. Begins to search himself. Then you can see this other mixture. Pink, but this time almost like a pearlescent liquid that kind of glistens. And you can see that he uncorks it, spills it over the, the... Liquidy remains of Balefire, and suddenly Balefire begins to lift up off the ground and almost form herself once again. And Balefire, you take in this enormous breath, almost as if you had been holding it this entire time as your body solidifies into what it once was before. And I take, and I burp really loud. And I say, oh, my stomach hurts a little. What was in that? And the bubble just kind of like like burbles and suddenly pops. <laughs> Did I? I didn't. I'm. I'm. I'm playing it as if I had no idea what just happened. Sure. <laughs> I do want to just. This is Balefire, right? I go. I want to check. I want to make sure that this is actually Balefire that's back and not like a copy. Sure, yeah. Go ahead and just make a uh, an Arcana check for me. Okay. That's a thing that I know. <laughs> oh, 19 plus 1, dirty 20. Okay. Something very strange just happened. Magic <laughs> that you really don't see. This is very unconventional, like, you know what healing is, you know what restoration looks like. What the fuck just happened is the only thing that comes into your mind. But this is Balefire, um, except a little different. Her skin seems almost like a little softer, almost as if her body was reformed, and she looks a little younger, a little more like as if as if she was as if her body itself was almost reborn in that moment. Like it's fresh. Yeah. She got baby skin. Mm-hmm. Ooh, does she have the soft spot on the top of her head? (laughs) (laughs) Brandon! Oh my god! Alright, well, my bail is not getting anywhere near you! (laughs) Yes! That's hilarious. So yeah, you feel feel a little softer, Bale, as you suddenly come back to 
the strange sense of consciousness and um yeah you feel you feel a little like like soaked by something but you're not quite sure what and he says whew that's a good thing you disposed of that as quick as you did any longer and well i hate to mention that part what what was that you... what what happened oh we took care of the problem yeah, right, and I... um, a little heads up on what was going to happen would have been really appreciated. Oh, what? I forgot you're not skilled in salamancy. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not. Hey, problem solved. And I bet your skin is feeling as fresh as ever. Oh, it, it sure is. Thank you. But what was that one? I have no clue, but that potion is meant to take care of any parasites, any foreign bodies, actually. Interesting. Now, what else do you have on your body? (laughs) All sorts of things. But if that was something that um, you found quite unsavory, I'm not sure what you'd think of the rest of my inventory. But... You're right. Salamancy is a fickle school of magic. You say you're more, traveling. The, the more and more that he speaks about it, uh, Eric and Balefire, you've never heard of the School of Magic before. This doesn't even seem like it's an actual School of Magic. You're not exactly sure. Dan's heard of it. <clears throat> yes, I've been, well, traveling around the grounds. I mean... It's been a while since I've left this place, but there are plenty of folks. Well, I guess not your kinds of folks. It's hmm, two different worlds. A little bit of a complicated story. Huh. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're getting ready to build a city here. If people decided they wanted to buy, perhaps... You could sell here. Possibly, yes. Well, I I hate to be that, you know, salamander, but I'm very particular in who I share my services with. I, I, well, don't get me wrong. I like to see the good in all peoples, but it takes a little more to share my attire services. That's wise. Very wise. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Do you plan on staying longer? I mean, this is my home. This is our home as well, and I'm glad we share it with you. Well, I hope you're better than the last one that uh, ended up taking root here. They were fairly dirty. You oh, we will the keep this place clean. Around the place. I, I wonder. It... Go ahead, Dane. I'm sorry. So, is there anything in particular that stuck out to you as. Yeah, that's what I was about to ask. Keys? Any keys? <laughs> anything notable that they threw around? Like keys. <laughs> or maps to dungeons. Or keys. Just anything potentially valuable in any sense of the word. 
like yeah, keys. Like sticks that can go in holes. <laughs> we call them keys. So sorry. Is there something that we're trying to open here? Like, what's <laughs> No, but I feel like if we're going to get into some of these places, we're going to need keys. That's fair. <laughs> well, more so just disturbing our homes and leaving behind all sorts of garbage and the strange metals that they would just leave around the place. Metals. You say our home. I'm curious. Are you talking about sharing it with us or are there others like you? Uh, well, technically, yes, there... Uh, how do I explain this to non-salamancers? Well, slowly. <laughs> Well, you are here, yes? Yes. Right. Yes, and I, I am think. here now. But I was somewhere else, but also here. This, uh, this might actually be beyond me. What do you mean? Are you... We, maybe I'm way off base. Are you saying that you were just a normal animal and then when you felt the kindness that you're speaking of, you decided to not be? Uh, Did I say human? It's okay. I what? take no offense. I'm sure your mannerisms are strange, as are mine. I mean, it probably isn't every day that you see your friend liquefied in front of you. No, this what? actually happens often. You'd be Don't surprised. worry about it, Bill. You're fine. Perhaps all it's right. better if I show you, yes? Would you all agree to this? Will we die? No. Well, no. Hmm? <laughs> Every time I mean, are you in? Everybody huddle up. And I How many of us are going to turn to liquid? <laughs> <laughs> That's only for the parasite ridding potion. All right, then yeah, I'm in. I huddled the other ones up and I go, this guy sounds legit. I think we should try it. I Can I just kind of look back? And just gauge his whole demeanor, like <laughs> trying to figure out. No matter what you roll, it is a question mark. Mm. All right. Interesting. My dice. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have to lose? Our lives, but I'm game. Well, what about the bone devil? If we go with him, are we got you into a time loop where. A certain amount of time passes and and we're gone for weeks or, or years. Like, I have, oh, a, the... I have a plan for that. I have a plan for that. Um, give me five minutes. Hey, what are we whispering about over here? You can see this like donkey head peeking through. Ah, oh, shit, pickles. I'm not used to that yet. Pickles, you stay close to these guys, and I take off running towards the prison cell. Okay. Oh, we're. Hey, Pickles. Hey, we were just talking about... With, uh, with obviously, all the closing jar stuff. Sorry, keep going around. Yeah. Uh, the Balefire being liquefied and uh, going with the Salamancer. And uh, possibly dying. Who knows? I mean, death is inevitable, as you will soon discover about uh, life. What? Well, okay. <laughs> um, 
I have a question for you, Sir Samuel. Um, you look back to him, and he's blowing these like pink bubbles that kind of just like float all around him. You say you live here, um, and this is your this is your home. Um, do you have any um, practice with um, what are they called? Transportation circles. Teleportation. Yeah, te- teleportation circles. Not really. No, I, I specialize in salamancy. All right. Yeah, you um, keep saying that word, and you're just dying for us to ask about it. So I'm gonna go ahead and do it. Well, if you what is salamancy? <laughs> <laughs> it's salamander-based magic. And that doesn't really clear. Okay, all right. I'm sure if you spend enough time with me, you'll get a certain idea of what I mean by that. But it's like I said, we live in. Different cultures, different worlds. It's hard to explain. As I'm sure all of what I look like is probably very strange to you. I'm no, just glad. Oh, sorry. I'm just glad that we got three spellcasters in the same room. <laughs> is time different when you travel or when you go between worlds? No. Salamancy is nothing like chronomancy. You said, as we spend more time together, is that something that you plan on happening? Are you going to be around? I mean, I'll always be around, but whether or not you know it is a different thing. That's not comforting, but... I I, I, I don't want to leave Sybil. Let me go get her. All right, huddle up again. And I get no. You are going to get some. Oh, right, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll do that. <laughs> you notice that's floating very slowly into the room. Uh, Caligas begins to descend from the upper floor. You actually pass each other by on the stairs, Beofire. Um, Caligas. Yes, the beholder. The beholder. Oh, gotcha. Right. The beholder. The beholder. Oh, the beholder, okay. Hi, you're here. Yes, and so are you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Jeez. Factual statements about our placement <laughs> in space. <laughs> that was pretty accurate, and I go past him. <laughs> Um, rushing yes, upstairs. Fine. Um, <laughs> um, I want that on a shirt. Caligas is not one to mince words, guys. Um. <laughs> wow, you're here. Yes, so are you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Caligas wanders into the audience chamber, sees you all huddled up as you all pretty much notice him. He's not a very stealthy individual. And. There is a pause as Caligas stands towards the back of the chamber and just says to all of you, What in the nine hells is that? Ah, Caligas, <laughs> you're here. I, um... <laughs> I must confess it does not give me comfort that you're not familiar with 
A salamancer. A what? <laughs> Sir Samuel, would you... I'm sorry. Sir Samuel, this is Caligas, Caligas. This is Sir Samuel Xander the Salamancer. I'm not saying that. And you can see him slowly turn around and head back upstairs from where he's <laughs> It was good seeing you, Caligas. Mm. He's... he's kind of crotchety. How old is he? I don't know, like maybe 80? <laughs> 80? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'll give, I'll, give, I'll give 30 creature residue. Who, whoever can remember his actual age right now. 3,000. Can, can I look at my notes? Sure. Okay. He's 800 years old. I think he's 957. I just hear his voice saying, 957. 394. I'm gonna, I'm thinking he's as old as, as Varys Dwol, but that's Aldrin. That's Aldrin, yep. I think, I, I don't have it in my notes, but I think 800 years old. I already guessed that. You did? Yeah. Okay, um... Say 801. 801. No! <laughs> <laughs> I want to guess 1,500. I'll do 2,000 years old. What about you, Mike? I have no idea. I, I don't have any uh, information in my notes. I'm going to say he's 12. Okay, 12. <laughs> 12. Uh, no, he's 1,329 years old. Ooh. Dane was the closest. But I went over. You did. That's okay. Quanza, uh, you reached the Bone Devil. I do. Is he afraid of me? Not particularly. He should has be. his back turned toward you. Towards the back end of the cell itself. Oh, it does not look comfortable in there. Oh, you don't talk either. Okay. Um, I want to do it uh, on the way there. I guess I didn't say that, so we'll just do it. I'm going to pull out my bag of sand and the glass jar. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put some seeing sand into the jar okay. and seal it so that it can't be blown away. Smart. And and then I want to I want to do this all sleight of hand, if that's okay. I want to try making it so he can't see it. And I want to put it in. I'm assuming there's a cell across from him. You could also just so leave just... the room and <laughs> avoid that entirely. <laughs> Don't Wait, look over here. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, oh, sure. <laughs> okay, then I ju- yeah, I'll do that. And I just want a sleight of hand uh, hiding the jar. I see, I see. Go ahead. Just make yeah. a sleight of hand check. Ooh, 21. Okay. Okay, you're unsure, but 21 is a pretty good number. Okay. I'll uh, set it there and 
as I walk out of the room, so seeing sand, I can basically check in on it at any time, right? I don't know. Read the item. Yeah, I can do it once a day. Hopefully this isn't a waste, and I make sure it works so I can see him well. Gotcha. Go ahead and mark off the charge. Sure. Eventually, Balefire, you reach Sybil in her room. Sybil, we met this 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 salamander that that's that told us about uh. I don't even know. <laughs> it's the craziest thing. You've got to come see it. What did you take? Oh, the, the salamander handed me this potion to get a worm out of my body. Just, just come with me. Come on. And I grab her hand. Do you have all your weapons? No. And... I think it's best for you to lay down. No, I'm serious. And what did the salamander do to get the worm out of you? Did it cast a spell I on guess... you? I guess... I... Yeah, I think... I... Apparently I turned into liquid. <clears throat> Go ask Brandon to make you some tea and I'll see you in the morning, okay? And she shoves you out of the room and closes the door. serious come on no response nothing She's all not right well you it. you're missing out and i run back downstairs okay <laughs> okay eventually uh kwan saying as you test the seeing sand you are indeed able to see through it and while sound is slightly obscured you can hear enough. It's a little muffled, but... But it's Perfect. fine. And all of you meet back into the um, the audience chamber once more. Well, Sybil said she didn't want to come with us because she didn't believe me. So, we're going to have to go, and we're going to have to experience everything cool so she feels really bad about it when we come back. Bellfire. Yeah. You and and Sybil. You yes. two. Fondue. I haven't had any fondue. All right. I don't know Is how to answer that question. Yes. Dean's <laughs> never had fondue either. I come sprinting back and I slide <laughs> in that, and I go. Billfire, where's Sybil? Uh, she didn't believe me. You guys making out or what? <laughs> uh, what? All right, let's I've, go. I've and never... I start walking forward. I want to insight check her reaction to that. <laughs> uh, sure, go ahead. <laughs> Seventeen. What do I do? I don't know. Well, with, with a with a seventeen, Balefire, 
does Dane gain any knowledge about your relationship with Sybil? I mean, as um, far as like what you're, uh, how you're acting, are you hiding when, anything? Do you think that you're... when you said what was that like? Uh, well, I never. How dare you say such a thing to uh, me? No, but uh, my cheeks are very like red. You guys can tell I have a little crush on Sybil. Okay, but nothing has happened. Um, so with that, I'll mind lick with Quan Sing and say, "Not yet, not yet." She's working on it, but not yet. <laughs> I have impeccable timing. Quan <laughs> Sing, you know what making out is? What? Uh, you know what making out is? It's when two people eat fondue. Never made out with the other person in my life, then. As you all are clustered having this conversation, <laughs> you notice that Pickles has wandered off from your group. And you can see that uh, Samuel and Pickles are engaged in conversation. And there is this, this different kind of um, magical bubble that is being created by, by Samuel. You can see hey, it, it's, hey, almost hey. Like, it's almost <laughs> like like gum-like in appearance. And you can see that um, Pickles jumps on it, and it's almost like squishy. And you can see him like bouncing oh, cool. on top of it. And he says, hey, guys, have you met the pink dude? <laughs> we don't describe people by the color of their skin, Pickles. It's a good point. Pickles, get down from there. <laughs> but this is fun. <laughs> Remember the last time when you broke your elbow? No, and he jumped. <laughs> and, You're um, lying. You were in a sling for two weeks. <laughs> and you can see that Pickles attempts this this impossible acrobatic feat, as um, Honeychew has actually oh. redeemed a roll a d twenty for the DM. Ooh. So Honeychew, I'll I'll have you. Uh, type exclamation point roll in the chat to see how Pickles fares in this acrobatic feat. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you what, can see what Pickles you roll? leap into the air. This this graceful oh, acrobatic like almost like twirl and <laughs> the, the this bubble Seems to almost shift out of the way, whether it be from the air itself. But Pickles lands on his neck, and you hear this crack as he lands on the ground. And you just hear, oh, no. ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh god, oh no, oh no! And I just start like, like crawling across the ground towards Pickles. <laughs> Get up! <laughs> <laughs> Quickly, we need a spellcaster! <laughs> Somebody get Eric! <laughs> Dane, you stay the hell away from me! <laughs> I'm the only one with healing magic, you dick! <laughs> I'd rather let Pickles die than let your dirty hands touch him! <laughs> Oh, Samuel good. goes, oh shit! <laughs> and grabs like <laughs> you can hear him like fumbling around and like the glass clinking everywhere. And suddenly he just throws the glass vial at Pickles's head and it cracks open. And you can see that Pickles is next to something. What are you doing? <laughs> snaps back into place. And you can see oh him just God. like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
just calm down on the <laughs> ground and begin to like crawl up to the end of the room as his eyes wide and just like experiencing half death from breaking his neck. Oh my! So it's like God. the girl from the ring. What is? Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> oh no! See, I told you, pickles. <laughs> You're gonna learn a lesson about death through life. <laughs> it, you were you wow, you were right. Yeah, that uh I told you to get down from that bubbles pickles. <laughs> well with that crisis averted and you can see that like more it's like it's a salamander, but there's some like visual perspiration like happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, okay. Um. Uh, I feel like if we go, you should stay here. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, um, <laughs> find, find, uh, oh god, I forgot his name, Meatwad. What is his name? <laughs> find Caligast and maybe just stay by him. I feel like he's responsible. <laughs> you can see, like, his eyes are like bloodshot red, and there's like tears welling up in his eyes, and he's like kind of like holding it back. Oh, what is he? I uh, I, gr I grab the uh, water bucket that has some of the jelly or jam in it, and I start to give him a drink. Okay, he just like buries his face in the bucket, and you can just hear this like the, sl <laughs> the slurping noises, like. Pickles has definitely learned a lesson today. <laughs> Dude, I want you to know that you just described like my dad's worst fear. Like he would he would never let us have a trampoline growing up because he was like, why would I set you up for death? <laughs> so I felt that in my bones. <laughs> Thanks, oh honey chew. Yeah, that was that was awesome. <laughs> That was great. Oh lord. Um, Sometimes the dice decide, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, then is everyone ready to go? <clears throat> like clearing the <laughs> throat. Like, is it going um, to be like that? God, I, I hope so. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> is is this the sort of thing that we pack a bag for, or is it just kind of? Uh... No, no, you'll be fine the way you are right now. Don't think about it too we'll hard. Be... We'll be right back. All right. You're amazing, just the way you are. Anyways. All right, I I grab Eric's hand. Ready? Let's do it. I grab Quanzing's hand. Ready? Oh, yeah. Never right. back out on an adventure. Are, are you going to grab my hand? Okay. <laughs> Dane. Another hand pops out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I only grabbed the spellcaster's hands. I'm not even close. Quantum, you're a spellcaster? Congrats! <laughs> uh, I don't know if what I do is considered magic, but... It seems magic to me. We're going on this... Salamancer trip. You can see that uh, that Samuel uh, waves his hand over to the the watery sphere, and suddenly the the bookcase made out of um, this kind of like uh, this bark and wood suddenly begins to descend into the puddle below and disappear. Um, and suddenly he kind of like gestures you over to all sand in the puddle itself. Right, I step I... forward. 
Yeah, I was, I'm going to take a step in. Steam's in this brain. And you can see him close his eyes, uncork a vial which he plucks from one of the, the various parts on his body, and you can see him beginning to spill it all over this this kind of like this localized pond and he shouts out Salamansis Francis and you can see that this explosion of pink smoke suddenly clouds your vision all of you and you feel as though you are pulled through some strange reality you all open your eyes and you suddenly feel a little bit different. You feel, your minds feel like themselves, but you open your eyes to this very beautiful looking, uh, almost like a, like a dark cave with this one opening at the top in which moonlight filters in. You can hear the sounds of rushing water. You can see these beautiful glistening stones off in the distance. And you can hear what sounds like these like little chirps and croaks off in the distance, as well as this kind of new kind of sight that you're that you experience. It's almost as if the world itself looks slightly different in color, but you're you're experiencing what looks like um almost like a like like as if the world has a different hue to it almost like a like a like more vibrant colors greens are greener reds are are, are redder and everything seems to be more saturated more lively in this in this place but it suddenly hits you that it's not the place that's more lively it's your forms as you look down to see all of you are these multicolored salamanders very cool like my eye <laughs> <laughs> and you can see all of these other salamanders walking and going about their business you can see frogs and toads and newts and axolotls all these different kinds of amphibious and reptilian creatures surrounding you in this beautiful uh, landscape around you and you begin to see these these soft glows these fireflies around you and as you're looking out to these fireflies off in the distance uh eric you can suddenly see that there is one more member of your party who's actually joined you as you see borby in a regular size next to you borby or i don't know i, I don't know what salamander voices sound like do i sound the same you sound a little bit more high-pitched like a little bit more constricted Morby. <laughs> and he goes, hey, what's the matter, champ? <laughs> and yes, yes. Morby. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll pick up next time, guys. Morby. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so fun. God, oh love my it. God, that was awesome. Hey. Matt has Bobby. been dreaming of this moment. <laughs> <laughs> my heart oh, I can die now oh, that was so fun that was a fun session mm -hmm. and none of that ending would have happened if uh, Rondon hadn't picked up the salamander that is so cool good job Rondon thanks 
Good thing I wanted to pick up a salamander. <laughs> Good thing uh, Quantum didn't eat it. Yeah. Yeah. He's smacking against the wall. <laughs> he would have gone in there and liquefied the shit out of everyone. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He's not like that. Um, he seems kind hearted. Yeah. He would have figured out everyone. I was thinking about like. Do this. No. Man, he could have the salamander that'll replace a squirrel that never existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. And the. Uh, would have been a basilisk if I wasn't a terrible egg parent. Yeah. Anyways. Oh boy. That's what I get for forget being forgetful. What a what happened? weird, short, and fun session. Pickles broke his neck. Yeah, it was <laughs> hilarious. That was so funny. Just, so like, cool. just like Pickles to mess around enough to break his neck. <laughs> Gotta learn things um, the hard way, man. <laughs> I did warn him. You did, you did. About life and death. Brandon. Yes. I just want to draw your attention to the residue transaction that I partook in. You had to guess the right number, unfortunately. No, what not that one. About? Check check the chat. Check the chat. Huh? Check the chat, Chico. What you talking about, Willis? Yeah, what you talking about? The thousand creature residue that he spent. I would like to see the baby. Show oh, him the baby. God, okay, I was talking about, or I was thinking um, in, uh, in our chat. Kima. Come here, Kima. Oh, Kima. <laughs> You can spend a thousand residue in chat to get Brandon to give Kima a treat. Oh, Kima. Kima. I think she's asleep. I'm gonna go bother her. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> Kima, wake the fuck up! <laughs> I gotta give you a treat. <laughs> Jeez, that was aggressive. Heck, how'd you get that hug emoji, or whatever they're called on Twitch? Because uh, I subbed a honey chew like a cool person. Oh, nice. That makes sense. That makes sense. Now I see it's, it's honey C, so it's hers. That, yeah. Now I understand. <laughs> I guess you just got to get cool and, uh, you know, sub to honey chew. Cause... Heck, you know I'm not cool. Like, I don't know why you always say that. You know it's not real. Well, get there. Jeez. Like, you could. You could. It's impossible. It's, it's a possibility. And here you are, just uh, being I've lame. been told my whole life that it's not, so I'm going to believe them over you. Wow. Uh, I choose my ooh. friends over you. I don't know why every time, like, so between that and whatever Mac was singing earlier, at the end of the phrase, my brain wants oh, to go, do 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 do. That's not right. <laughs> oh, Kima. Kima Key. Why are you so fat, huh? Okay. That's <laughs> I, I asked myself that question too. Also, <laughs> rude. there you go, Brennan. She's so sweet. Oh, Kima. You're welcome. What can I say except you're welcome? welcome. Do -do -do -do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Brandon. 
for the game and for the for the for the dog. Yeah, she was sleeping, but she heard treat and she was like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Well, you have summoned me. <clears throat> that's gonna close it out for tonight. Thank you all so much for watching. Those of you who are still here, those of you who stop by, and those of you who watch our stuff after the fact, we appreciate all of you. Our sponsor tonight was... Books! 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 Anyone got a good rec for, for a book? Full um, tilt. Actually, I am... I'm reading the Inkheart series again. It's an old favorite of mine. Kind of a comfort series. Um, a book series for folks who like books. So, Wow. So if you like books, yeah. read a book. Chicka Chicka reading... Boom Boom. It's a good one. <laughs> Currently reading the likes An that one. Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. Uh, excellent. It's excellent. We shall return in... Two weeks. Two weeks time, time, time. To see what the hell is happening with... Right. Samuel. Sir Samuel Sander the Salamancer. And to see what's going on within the confines of Fort Varus. Something strange. Yeah. Who will break their neck next? We shall find out. Will break their neck next. <laughs> and in the meantime, Gibbs. <laughs> Mac, do the thing. Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, as always, if you like the art, art, <laughs> the aardvark and the barky bark. It... <laughs> if you like the artwork, that's oh my always God, in the nine one one. If you like the artwork that you see in the corner, that is done by Donnie Durdunkleton. You can find him on Twitter at Donnie Durdunk. Uh, as well, you can always type in the command at uh, uh, explanation point artist to see all the artists that contribute to the to our stream. Uh, the, like those contributing artists being Stephanie Brown with Offbeat Worlds. She's amazing. And my Miley Tani Gucci at Tani Maichi on Instagram. Uh, again, also amazing. So give them a follow, give them a like. Uh, and if you like their work, give them a commission. It's always nice to do that as well. Our theme music is by Aiden Chan. Uh, you can find him on Twitter and on Instagram at, uh, I believe, Aiden Chan and Dungeon Maestro. So give him a follow too. Does Oh, and all, he's also on YouTube. Uh, check out the rest of their stuff. It's amazing. Uh, go Tyler have I ever told you guys about how Aiden Chan sends me stuff on TikTok but it's always an accident somehow no like once hilarious. a month I'll get a I'll get an inbox thing from Aiden Chan and it's just this random video one of them was like my white friends when they come over for Korean food or something <laughs> maybe and it's was not like, an accident maybe he's just trying to like chill. no but I was like oh hey this is funny and he was like I have no idea when or how I sent this to you <laughs> That's and he just stopped falling asleep with his app open. Like, apparently, man. That's awkward. Um, also, shout out to Honey Chew. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Yeah, thank you, Honey Chew. You rock. You're so wholesome. Yee. Really you. We look forward to the day when there's other people in chat for you to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for watching. 
Farewell, and have a pleasant tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Dark Veil. If you like what you're hearing, there are two huge ways you can help support us. First, by spreading the word to your nerdy friends and family. And second, by leaving us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you'd like to keep up with us on social media, you can find us on Facebook at Realm Narrative Gaming, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at RNG Presents, or go straight to our website at rngpresents.com. The Dark Veil is a production of RNG Presents and features Mac Anderson as Rondon, Tyler Brinker as Dane, Drew Dolan as Kwansang, Carla Elfritz as Balefire, Mike Lewis as Eric, and the Dungeon Master is Brandon Rubio. Our theme music provided by Aiden Chan. This episode edited by Carla Elfritz. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Dark Veil. Vale.